Good day, listeners. Jonathan Darty here with another edition of the Pure Sex Radio program. Pure Sex Radio is produced by Be Broken Ministries. Be Broken's mission is to help men, women, and families move from sexual brokenness to wholeness in Christ and equip others to do the same. In today's episode, Stephen and I draw from Donald Miller's book, Hero on a Mission, to help you better understand your own story and take your next best step to embarking on a mission of growth and adventure. Every great story has four roles in it. Victim, villain, hero, and guide. As we learn together about these roles, we can see how our own stories weave in different ways into each of these roles. And with help, we can learn and grow from such perspective and analysis. So go on a journey with us today to better understand your story and how you can be a hero on a mission and a guide for others in their story. To get a copy of Donald Miller's book, go to Amazon.com or anywhere books are sold. For more resources, visit BeBroken.com or check out links in today's show notes. And please rate and review the podcast after listening to help others find it. Now let's dive into today's conversation. Well, all right, Stephen Cervantes, we're back at it. Here we are, another great day. Thank you, God. Yeah, so um, you know we're gonna we're gonna be unpacking in this particular podcast some thoughts from Donald Miller, and of course, I think a lot of people may be familiar with his name. He's done a lot of books. I think his you know his first really famous work was his book Blue Like Jazz and yes. I remember reading that and I just I kind of liked the the style and sort of the way he was just uh kind of in his writing just invite inviting people sort of on an adventure kind of on a journey yes, of his Christian faith yeah and, and there's a story in there that's so good the the campus the university is going to have a big celebration and all the clubs are supposed to have a booth or something set up on campus for this big celebration so he says why don't we set up a confessional yeah. right in the middle of campus i just hooted and and the other guy said no, nobody's going to want to come to confession this is a party a celebration what are you talking about he goes if anybody we walks reverse. in yeah. If anybody walks in, we're going to confess that we're Christians and we're not perfect and we have failed this campus community. And some people walked in and he confessed. And I thought, wow, that is so creative and energetic and exciting and a new twist. Yeah, and it was kind of a sort of a radical response they got from that because it was so counter yes. to what they were expecting. Yes. You know, Because unfortunately there is kind of the... <clears throat> the stereotype of yeah those bible thumping christians who are you know judgmental and looking down at people and right um and unfortunately there's always some truth in a stereotype right mm. so so his next book was called scary close i don't know if it's the next one i think there's some one in between but in, in his scary close book he talks about being afraid to get in a relationship and get married and he went in the woods and to learn himself and to figure out why do I not, I want to be in a relationship, but why am I so scared? And mm -hmm. he's older and single and not married, you know. He talks about the journey of getting close. But today we're going to talk about, <clears throat> uh, he, he wrote another book, Hero on a Mission. Yeah. And so that's his latest book. And he's all about story. I love this about him. You know how when somebody has a single focus, it's it's exciting because they dig it, dig into it, and they tear it apart, and they turn it upside down. They look at it at this angle. They look about this topic any way you can look at the topic. 
And he said, we are all about stories. Our life is a story. God's who God is, is a story. And we're part of that story. Everything is story. Mm -hmm. And I love that. He's built a company on that. He says, tell your company's story. You know, how are you going to serve people and help people? He said, in these stories, you see four roles played over and over. You go back in time. Look at every story you've ever thought of. And he says, you're going to see these roles. There's a victim. There's a villain. There's a hero. And there's a guide. You should say every good story has all these things, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so but no, that's 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 true. Like there is a there is a theme, right? I mean, as you were saying roles. that, I'm trying I'm going back into like yeah. classic stories, I'm going back into biblical stories, I'm going yes. back into it's like, yeah, all of that shows up yes. in a story. Yeah. And so so let's just talk a little bit about these. Because what's the victim role? Like, we all know that, right? Don't be a victim. Don't act like a victim. Stop it. You're being a victim. People say that kind of thing, right? But things were hard. You're a child growing up. You want attention. You want to be loved. And and parents are imperfect, right? And And our peers hurt us. And on this journey... You're going to be a victim, and I think this, it's important to recognize that there's a there's a reality to this, whether or not we then embrace an identity of victim. Mm-hmm. Everybody, every one of us is a victim in in some way. In other words, somebody else's brokenness got dumped in our life somehow, right. and in in that way, we were a victim of that brokenness. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a it's interesting because when you look at the reality of a victim, uh, there's a point at which you've got to admit that, right? But then I think there's a tipping point where then that can become a type of identity that then becomes very unhealthy in the way we think about ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. It's one thing for me to say there's a reality that things happened to me in my life that were not of my choosing and those were not good for me. It's another thing to say those things happened, and I'm now going to form my identity out Around of being those. under that oppression or under that right. abuse. So I think about trauma, right? Wounded, we get traumatized physically, we get neglected, and there's a lot of confusion, or we get abandoned and poorly trained and left to ourselves, right? And and so all of us have some level of wounding early. But I think you said it well. Does it weave into our identity so that I'm always the used person or I'm always the loser? I'm always the downtrodden. I'm always the broken one. And, and in your life, you're going to go through those things, but are they going to define who you are? Mm-hmm. And so he says, you got to be careful with this role. And, you know, you can see it. You know, people come to me at church and say, you know what, last week this bad thing happened. Uh, you know, my car got hit. You know, I was driving and somebody hit me. And the next week they come to church and say, you know, my dog got sick. You know, my, my dog. You know, next week work is cutting back, you know, and, 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 
and and the next week the bills are piling up. You know, I'm I'm somehow being um, suppressed. You know, uh, this heavy stuff falls on me every day, every week, every month. I I never get out from it, and all my stories are are you know what happened this week? I got sick, and yeah. and, and and next next week it's my father got sick, and mm-hmm. the next week the neighbor. And, and yeah, it's and it's the story. Every and it's week. one of those things. That's why I said the identity piece is really dangerous because what it then it creates this false idea that a good life, so to speak, or a good story mm-hmm. is without hardships. I mean, when somebody right. comes and says, hey, my dog got sick. Hey, my, you know, the bills are piling up. Hey, my job is hard. I'm going, look around. Right. That's the story of life. <laughs> Everybody can, like, right. Everybody's it's got hardships. Everybody's got That's right. Now, that doesn't negate, I think there is a line, especially when you're talking about trauma. I think there is a line in which we have to be sensitive and say, yes. hey, listen, when somebody comes and says, my husband's doing this, or my boss is, is you know, there's an abusive kind of, then you have to go, okay, we have to deal with the victim nature of what has been traumatized in you, like the trauma that you've carried. But for a lot of the stuff you're talking about, I think sometimes people have adopted a victim role mm-hmm. that then it makes everything appear a crisis. When it's just, yeah. hey, that's kind of the normal ebb and flow of the difficulties of life. But you can hear it in their language. They don't have much hope. Yeah. They don't have much joy. They don't celebrate. They don't get up on top. They stay down, stay down, stay down. Now, the truth is, we all go in and, in and out of the victim role. Absolutely. You can't believe what happened to me. Right. You know how bad the traffic was on the way over here? You know how long I had to wait, man? They made me wait. You know, I'm a victim of society. Yeah. Right? We all go in and out of The question sure. is, are you going to play that role and hold that role? Yeah, are you going to make it who you are? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's yeah. why I think the identity aspect of that is really not not healthy. So then the next role is the villain. Right, mm-hmm. the villain. <clears throat> well, what does a villain mean? Okay, the angry guy. You know, I was I was ordering, I was standing in line to order, and a guy starts yelling at the clerk about these fries are wrong. This is irregular, and I paid for a large fries. No, no, sir, those are the large fries. No, are you nuts? Now, a villain has just appeared in this screaming at the clerk who's ringing up the order, you know. And mm-hmm. So, I mean, angry people are villains, right? Uh, dominant people are villains. Controlling people get into the villain role where they're going to impose themselves on you. And whatever their brokenness is, they're going to use you as part of their story because that's what they do. They dominate. Yeah, and I think there's also a conniving nature to a, a villain, too. I often think of, you know, when you think about, again, stories, and, and you think about villain characters and stories. Right, yes. They're, they're not just, um, you know, angry and loud and dominating. They're, they're uh, tricksters. They're often, mm. they're often using manipulation. They're deceitful. There's a sense of, I'm trying to manipulate this circumstance to get what I want, whether it harms you or not. You right. know, like I'm, no, it's I'm for my good. Yeah, I'm and ultimately you... about trying to, if I'm going to destroy 
you, it's because I see that as gain for me. Yeah. 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 We're not equals. No. We don't take care of each other. A villain takes care of themselves and whatever they want at the expense of others. Right. So we're going to talk about this in a marriage relationship, too. But, uh, you know, and, and you think about Bible stories, right, where where a nation attacks another nation and dominates the nation, right? They are the villains in the story. Yeah, the Canaanites, right? Right, and the Babylonians came in, and they took over, and they they scattered us, and we went to foreign lands, right? Because they, they were the villains in this story. So then the heroes are the folks that, that bring healing and hope Right, they get to healthy places. They do. They, there's a sense of. I mean, let's look at the God story, right? Mm-hmm. Because um, Jesus becomes the hero for the captive people. He's a rescuer, right? That's what a hero does. He rescues. Yes, but but he in the story we have no hope, mm-hmm. and then Jesus shows up. Hey, uh, here's the hope. Right, he gives us a new template for living. The hero sees a way, right, and lives that way. Right, and and I'm going to jump because the other role is the guide, right? And I see the Holy Spirit, or the Heavenly Father, and Jesus, the team, as a guide. How are we supposed to live? But the hero's in the story, and he rescues the maiden, you know? Mm-hmm. These old movies in the 40s where somebody was tied to the train tracks, and, <laughs> and the train was coming, and the guy swoops in and cuts the ropes, and say, he's the hero in the story, right? Who's the villain? The guy that tied the girl up on the train tracks, right? He's the villain, and the hero swoops in. And, and then there is a guy that becomes the trainer, and so if you think about us and what we do, we're like guides. Mm-hmm. We're doing a podcast to help other people have greater insights and make better choices and live better. What's Gateway to Freedom about? The guides show up and train them in mm-hmm. how not to be the victims or the villains, but get a hero mentality, right? First you get the hero mentality, then you move to the, the trainer of heroes, Right? All the all the um, the apostles are guides, right? They all had a message and, and told us things to guide us, mm-hmm. right? What are you thinking? Yeah, so I I love how there's a there's a it's almost like there's an invitation for progression along this, you know, because in many ways we all start out in some way or another, kind of in that victim role. It, and not even, and maybe victim is too strong a language for that particular aspect of, but think about your, your childhood. Uh, you don't choose your parents. You don't choose the circumstances you were born into. You don't choose the training that you got from your parents. So, so there's a lot of just whatever that brokenness looks like is being dumped in your life. And so you, we all start out kind of in that place of like, well, I need, I need a hero. <laughs> you know, sometimes what that can look like is we can either take on that that victim identity or maybe for some of us we engage that villain role. We become the angry dominant. I'm right. going to I'm going to fight right. back. I'm going to I'm going to try to, you know, oh yeah, you, you know I think about it sometimes especially for those that have come from maybe abusive environments growing up. Mm-hmm. You know, we know 
historically, abusive environments create abusive people. Mm-hmm. So it right. kind of perpetuates this idea right. of I was a victim and now I'm victimizing other people. But then I see that when we can encounter the hero mm, who entered good. our story, yes. it's like he then implants his very spirit in us that says, I want you to be my little hero representatives yeah, that's in the world. A good way to say and then it. I think I look at it, kind of the, the link I see between kind of the hero and the guide role here is there is a, it's kind of like just two sides of the same coin. There's one aspect that says, hey, if we're reflecting the hero well, you know what? We're going to step, we're going to enter into people's messes Mm. and we're going to seek to rescue and we're going to seek to help. And with that, there's a wisdom that also needs to come. So it's not merely action. I look at hero like action. Okay. Hey, I need to step in. We need to help. We need to feed people. We need to clothe people. Yeah, that's right. But with that, the guide comes along and says, hey, this isn't just about me putting clothes on your back. You know what? Let's teach you and train you and give you opportunity and and guide you into a place in where you can have a sense of responsibility and you can maybe provide for yourself. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. That's how I'm kind of seeing it all come together. When you're saying hero, this picture popped into my head of a storm, a tragic storm, where there are victims of the storm, right? And there are shysters Oh yeah, they will sell plywood for a hundred dollars a piece because mm-hmm. you need some plywood to close up and protect your. Those are villains that are using. Then they're the heroes that show up with food, mm-hmm. right? And then they're the trainers, the guides that say, "Okay, how are we going to rehabilitate the whole community? Yeah, you know, what 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 do you need? What what can we do? So, like in every story, you can see it. So then, what 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 happens in marriage, right? Because we want to be heroes to each other. Because sometimes I fall down and I want you to pick me up. Yeah, we, right? need, we need rescuing at different points That's in right. our relationship. I'm weak. Yeah. I'm tired. I'm overwhelmed. And so we want to be each other's hero. You saved me. And, you know, I'll often tell a husband to say this to your wife. You saved me. Mm. You saved me from an alone life, a single life. Yeah, you know, you saved me. You're my hero. Because then, then she could, you know, I know we're dealing with a lot of strugglers out there. And she goes, how am I going to call him my hero? He's the villain in the story because sure, yeah. he does stupid. But the reality is we're made to be the heroes to the women, right? To protect them and to carry heavy things and journey far and have a vision. So we want to be each other's hero in the story, right? Some women will play the villain role. I'm the victim role, right? And go, life is hard. And then the husband plays the villain role. He gets mad. He starts yelling. Or she could be the villain of going, why don't you clean up? You're such a slob. And he's the victim of of failing and falling yeah. short. And he gets dominated. And we just, we you know, we're in these roles. And so uh, Donald Miller says, Hey, don't be a victim because it's going to be offered to you today. And don't be a villain because it's going to be offered to you today. You be, be the hero in the story, mm-hmm. right? The person that brings hope and health and honesty and insight. And and here's something I want to point out, and I think it's very important to say this because I think even just using this language, I mean, the the common use 
of that term hero. Mm-hmm. I think, especially in the day and age in which we are living, where our our media and our entertainment is so dominated by superheroes. Oh, right. That there's this idea of when you say hero, you know, 90% of our audience says, I don't have what it takes to be a hero. Because there's this idea of you have to have some kind of special ability or a special hammer, or you've got to have some kind of, you know, super ability. Mm. When what I see in this, especially because Donald is really relating this to like, listen, in all of human history, every story has these four characters, has these four components. So every story, at least uh, we certainly know in every biblical story, it's full of actual people. Real people. Mm-hmm. And so if you can think of it this way, that the hero, Jesus Christ, mm. empowers broken, sinful, frail, weak humanity to mm. actually be able to live in the way that Jesus lived, that means literally everybody has the capacity from the hero to be a hero in somebody else's life. And so sometimes, sometimes heroism... Is not going to look like cutting the ropes from somebody on a train track and rescuing them from the oncoming train. Sometimes being a hero is you're you're. I'm getting emotional. Hmm. <laughs> you're sitting across from your wife when she's had a hard day, yeah. and she needs an arm. She needs a shoulder. She mm-hmm. needs. That's that's a hero. You're coming to rescue that's right, in right, that moment. She's right. in pain. She's, she's hurting. Been victimized by the world, yeah. life, rude so it, people. It doesn't have to be massive, huge no, gestures. It's right. daily. You're coming to rescue. You're coming to help. And so I guess we should tell the people that are listening: you are heroes. Mm-hmm. You you're you have hero. it. You, yeah, yeah. You have been given the gift of being a hero. You have done thousands upon thousands of heroic things. You 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 lift up the downtrodden. You you share your money with people that need it. You know, it just the list goes on and on where you get blessings. I think of the widow that calls another widow mm-hmm. just to cheer her up, or or the husband that pushes his wife in a wheelchair. You know, people have been married fifty years. There's a lot of heroism mm-hmm. in that, right? Absolutely. So um, I, I want to say one other thing because there's this uh, model called the Karpman Triangle. It's like K-A-R-P-M-E-N, triangle, something like that. And, and it says a person may start as a victim going, oh, my, my last husband cheated and left me and it's so bad. And um, and then a guy shows up to be the hero. He goes, well, I'll marry you. I'll take care of you. Um, and and as the journey goes on, he goes, okay, I want you to clean the house and 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 save some money, and and I want you to you know get up and go to work and contribute. And she goes, why are you persecuting me? So it goes from from I'm a victim. And you become the hero and rescue me, and then you call me up, and then I call you my persecutor, right? Because if mm-hmm. people don't want to change, and you get opposite them and start saying, hey, hey, why don't you get up earlier? Uh, why don't you read a book? 
uh, aren't you ready? Don't you want to go to church today? Come on, be better, be better, rise up. And the in victim mentality, they go, oh, no, no, I'll be playing this role till I die. Mm. So go ahead. Oh, you're going to get mad now? You're going to be the villain? Used to be the hero. Right, now you're yeah. mad. Now you're calling me to account. Now you want me to rise up. That's what the last guy did. You know, I like who I am. Leave me alone. Don't tell me to stop, get off my phone and stop watching Netflix all day. Don't tell me to do that. Mm. Because now you're the villain. You went from hero to villain, and now you're persecuting me. Yeah. So we have to kind of be mindful that sometimes victims don't want a, a hero. Yeah. They want to stay in that role. And I look at the, and I still look at this, and I think you know the overall progression here really fits in well with what we talk about all the time is to be on a growth mission. Yes. So you yes. know, in any one of these areas, you don't want to grow stagnant. Mm. So in other words, you don't want to get stuck. You certainly don't want to be a villain. Just try to abandon that role altogether. <laughs> mm. While you are certainly going to have things that happen to you that are out of your control, don't make victimhood an identity. And then really look for opportunities to take action in other people's lives to to to, to rescue, mm. not for the sake of trying to, you know, uh, you know, paint a big S on your chest mm-hmm. and you know have a cape, but but for the sake of that, that's how we were made. We were made to model the love of Jesus to others. Mm-hmm. And then I love the guide piece because I think there's a there's an infinite journey of growth that we can continue to have in the guide. Stephen, yes. you know what I was just realizing? We are, uh, we're in the neighborhood of over 850 of these podcast episodes. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's a lot wow. of guiding. And oh, I realized that's, that's over beautiful. 17 years of us doing these podcasts. Whoa. So here's the thing to kind of tie it in with what we're talking about here. Yeah. I don't think either one of us imagined when we first started doing these podcasts that there would be this much to even talk about. (laughs) But you know what we've realized? The more we keep digging into each layer and and picking things up, it's like there's more and there's more and there's more Mm. that can be learned and can be shared. And so the growth mission piece is really what this is all about. The good story is always about being on mission. Yes. Like, there's a mission that needs to be accomplished. And we're and- part of a story, and, and we get to be part of the big story, and then we have a little piece, our piece in the story, right? And so my thought is to sort of leave with a blessing, mm. because you are heroes. If you're listening to this podcast, you're a hero. Why? Because we're followers of Christ, mm-hmm. right? We've been redeemed, and we've been given a mission and a vision, and and we know our story. I love the Christian faith. I love the role of Jesus in my life. He gives me such clarity. I want to be like him. He's the hero, Man, yeah. right? Even though he was told he was the villain and persecuted, he's the hero in the story. And he said, I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit so you'll have a guide, you know? And and so I want to bless you with the thought that you are heroes. And by listening to podcasts, not just ours, but by being hungry for growth, you are guides. You're heroes and you are guides in the lives of other people. And if no one ever told you that, stop a minute Mm -hmm. and realize you are the hero in your own story. 
And when people come and, I mean, we're talking to group leaders, we're talking to mothers, we're talking to church leaders and Sunday school teachers. You are the guides. And so you, we bless you, we honor you, we lift you up for being the hero in your story, in your family, in your extended family, in your community, and, and, and being hungry enough to learn the story and being guides to others in a fallen, broken world where people are lost. People without story are chaos walking around. Mm. And we have a story, and we have a hero that we can model ourselves after. And we, we know the big story. Right? Our Father tells us the big story. And so we pass it along because we're guides to others. And don't ever forget that. Amen. You know, our one of our things that we say around here a lot is that your story matters. And so mm. as we wrap up today, uh, if you've never shared your story with someone, uh, we want to invite you to reach out to us because that's what we do. We create safe spaces for people to share their stories and be able to take those next best steps on a recovery journey, on a transformation journey, uh, because we're all in process here and we want to do this together. So please reach out to us if you've got questions or just want to be able to share your story um, in a way that that helps you to unpack some things that maybe you've never unpacked before. We're glad you've been here and we look forward to seeing you back here again next time on the Pure Sex Radio program. God bless. Pure Sex Radio is paid for by Be Broken Ministries. Visit us online at puresexradio.com.